Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, yo, what's up, world? This is DJ JS1 of the legendary Rocksteady Crew. And right now, you're listening to The Library with my man, Tim Einenkel, on RapStation.com. Strictly the real hip-hop. Peace. Bring a lean with it, toss a little green with it, heavy on my team with it, bust up on the scene with it. There's nothing you can say, we be sipping rose. You can quote the whole game, but son, I did it my way. So clean and proper, that black Sinatra, another showstopper. We let it loose, mama, in the club with it, circle all the love with it. We be on the dance floor, what you think we here for? I'm so excellent, you're looking at the president. You young and try to dumb it out, but I was more intelligent. And so hip-hop, and so mainstream, we talking new cream. What are the Greatest, more distinct voices in hip-hop, C.L. Smooth burst on the scene with super producer Pete Rock, releasing two classic albums, 1992's Mecca and the Soul Brother and 1994's The Main Ingredient. While still recording and performing with Pete from time to time, C.L. Smooth broke out on his own and released his first solo album, American Me, in 2006. Ten years later, he is preparing to release his new solo called The Emancipation of Corey Penn. It's a project which is sure to satisfy fans, both old and new. See how smooth. Welcome to the library with Tim Einenkel on RapStation.com. How are you doing? Cool. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so first, I want you, you came out at a time when rap music wasn't um, either the the popular genre it is today, right? But for me, it seems like back then artists had more creative control over what they were doing, and then you kind of go today. Even though rap is so popular, it seems that. Uh, rappers have less control in terms of radio play of what kind of content they want in the air. What do you think happened between when you first came out and now? Opposed to what what's going on back then, it was uh, I think it was more or less uh, more creative thoughts uh, going on and creative processes, and letting the artist be more creative on his own and and just honing into that creativity. But nowadays it seems more like a business than being creative. It's more like a marketing and promoting more than the whole actual creation of your music and your art form and the culture. So, you know, yes, things have changed a lot. Do you think that has to do with, for you, do you think it has to do with, um, I mean, I imagine your influence, when you were growing up, your influence wasn't wasn't rap music because it wasn't a thing back then, right? Uh, do you think the would the influences now have something to do with 
how uh, a young artist approaches uh, going into rap music? I think the, uh, I mean it's it's hard to say. I mean, you know, as a young person, you you're very inquisitive and you're very excited to, you know, just take your art form and be heard with it and and be recognized from it. So you know, with all that newness, I guess, you know, what what subsides is is the ownership of it, the actual ownership of it. You know, getting in the door is, is probably the most important thing to a young artist and a new artist. So, you know, and with that note and, and that in mind, you know, you, you want to be careful, you want to be balanced, and you and most of all, you want to have uh, good people surrounding you and giving you those great thoughts so that you can be more creative and balanced in business as well. Uh, you And throughout your career, you've been, you know, I think you, you've been uh, around very creative people and you've been featured on some great music and you've worked with great artists. And uh, while I was doing research for our interview, I came across a bunch of music that I want to talk to you more about. Um, in September 20th, on September 23rd of 2010 at Terminal 5 in New York City, you did a verse on the track Our Generation by John Legend and The Roots. Right. And this track was talk. It was, talks about empowering people and making it a better world. Um, what role do you think hip hop music and, and hip hop culture should play in promoting positive messages? And I mean, one, do you think we need more of that? And then, do you think there is less positive messages through rap music nowadays, or do you think it's just the same or a little more? I think it could be a. I, I think it could be a lot more positive than than negative. I think that people, you know really get entertained off with the negativity and the and the ills and wills of people and they find humor in that. I don't know if that's a trend or just something that, you know, we're recognizing now because of technology is over exploiting it. Who knows? To me it's all sometimes all brainwash. To me the realities of things is just connecting to the people and letting the people understand where you come from as an artist, as a creator, as someone who has a soul and someone who wants to change the world's ills and pitfalls and brainwash. This is why you become an artist, is to change the world, is to make give the world a different outlook on your life and your experiences and through your magnifying glass of the world that you see. And it's totally unfair for you to just not give the people that, you know, and sacrifice that part of your creativity. So that's it, that's a struggle within a struggle, but it should also create an, a, a, a form of consciousness that should allow you to think about the people that you influence as well. Uh, when you guys, when you did the record, um, I mean, talk about uh, kind of a, being conscious of your lyrics or conscious of your writing. When you did the record uh, Don't Curse, which featured uh, Heavy D and the Boys, Koji Rap, Grand Pooba, Big Daddy Kane, Pete Rock, and Q-Tip. Um, well, one, can you talk about kind of that that experience of writing this record with all those legends? Uh, but two, how difficult and how much of a challenge was it for the artists during this time to... I mean, it sounds might sound a little silly, but not to curse on this album. Like, you know, I, I you know, a lot of people look at cursing as like kind of the fail-safe, you know, easy, just need a word to get there and transition to maybe something else. But how difficult right. was it, uh, kind of, on this type of record, not to do, not to curse? I actually, uh, 
actually thinking about it, it was actually the easiest record to make. Oh wow! Because it 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 gave you the idea already of what not to do, opposed to what to do. You know, so it 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 was like I was more fascinated with being equated and being around the other artists opposed to writing it. Right. It was like my enthusiasm was I'm going to be around Big Daddy Kane. I'm going to be around all these guys, all, you know, Coogee Rap. I'm going to be around Q-Tip. I'm going to be around great minds that operate in different forms and hmm. different approaches in life. So I was more enthused than that. But the idea of writing the song actually was was a no brainer. It wasn't easy. It was it wasn't challenging. It was just being a part of that whole movement was was what I was enthralled in in awe of. From a strictly artistic level, has and you know that track obviously names a bunch of legends on it. But from a strictly artistic level, was is there an artist that you've worked with? And it could be the artist that I named on Don't Curse that kind of really made you you know, step up your lyrical game versus like you maybe you did a feature with them and they wrote something and then you kind of realize, oh, crap, I got to set this up and maybe rewrote something just because you knew you needed to take your lyrical game to a new level? I think when I did a record with Run DMC, it just made me understand that it's not, a, it's, it's, it's about making you official for hip-hop, making you uh, what a star really is, what a star group really is, what 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 approach they have to writing it and, and producing it and what input they have and how how committed they are to 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 the performance level of how they get into it. And it just it had me in awe. It just had me, you know, even working with, you know, Puff, it was like, you know, it was different. It was like, okay, here's a guy you seen grow up, and then here's a guy you see with a different hat on, making it happen with Mary J. Blige on Reminisce. You, another artist that, uh, one one song that I was really blown away that you did, pro partly because he's also one of my favorite artists, um, you did the Magic Hour with AZ. And I right. thought you two together was incredible <laughs> um i mean you guys work well off each other uh and it just it, you know the the, the song just fl flowed perfectly um what was the collaboration uh process like for you with az and also as a fan is there any chance that you guys might do more tracks together that was like first i was surprised that you know a would you know wanted my type of of body of work on his album and I was like, you know, wow, AZ, I got to, you know, this guy is real lyrical, you know, and he has these metaphors and he has all this delivery and he's smooth too. And he just has all the qualities that I have. So it was like a great chemistry and challenge, you know, where I just felt like, you know what, he's going to get into that preciseness of this is what it is and this is how it's going to go and he's going to create that tempo and maybe I should just 
write what I feel and don't worry about what he's going to do. Worry about what you're going to do and what you're going to write, but you're going to be free. You're not going to just be precise. You're going to just be all over the place. And you're just going to span the globe. It's like you're just spinning around the globe. And it was just very, and I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was awesome. I would definitely, definitely work with him again. Even do a project, even. I think that would be an interesting um, project to, to listen to personally, like a full EP or album of, you know, 12 songs of me and AZ just putting some things together. When you work with an artist like AZ or when you just work with other artists, and you've obviously come up at a time when the collaboration process was not just, you know, uh, a producer sending you a beat, you writing your verse over it, recording, and then like sending the track back. You you know worked a lot in studio with people. Uh, does mm-hmm. does that? I guess does the magic of working in studio? Do you still prefer working in studio with people, or is you know is the creative process okay for you to do the you know via email or via you know phone call or whatnot? Well, I you know to me, if I had my preference, sometimes time and scheduling won't really allow you to be in the same place at the same time sometimes because of other obligations, either on my end or the other artist's end. But most of all, um, you know, if I have my preference, I like to be, you know, intimate with the artists. With You know, we can vibe. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that, you know, you know, you want to write it right there unless you, that's what, you know, you want to do, but at least vibe at least vibe out and let's get an idea of what we're doing and how we're going to write it. And, 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 and if you want to approach it nine times out of 10, when you get the, when you get that chemistry going, you're going to get in that booth and you're going to put it down. Mm-hmm. You're not going to wait for anybody to tell you what to do because you're both in the studio and you're both inspiring each other. I want to speak with CL Smoothie his new album, the emancipation of, um, Corey Penn, I want to uh, see. I want to turn transition into your new work. Uh, you know, as mentioned, you do have a new album, uh, and it's interesting. The title itself, "The Emancipation of Corey Penn," uh, you take you you put out your 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 government name, right? Um, is right. there a reason you're kind of stepping in front of CL Smooth, the artist, uh, on this album? Well, I just feel uh, people can people have to know what made CL Smooth. And people want to go behind it. Who is the man that comes behind it? You know, it's sort of like, you know, giving you a a reincarnated version of C.L. Smooth and and allowing you to get into his deepest thoughts and just him and him alone and and him standing uh, uh, with no light on it, just being Corey Penn. The the single, uh, King, um, how how is that kind of how does that single fit into what what you just talked about how, how does it fit into what the goal of this album is for you i think it's just establishing uh you know your thought process and introducing yourself with the beat with the with the lyrics and showing that this is reintroducing yourself to a new genre of of people and 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 and, and youth and allowing them to hear a vintage artist still be better than he was before and sharper than he was before 
and allow people to open up the doors like they open up the doors for these rock bands to age and and like fine wine. Here's an artist opening up a door to a new mainstream of music. Uh, one thing that I think is interesting on, on your on your debut album, uh, American Me, uh, on the single for uh, American title with the same name, American Me, you do you do you do something that's interesting. Uh, you you take on the role of the president, right? And then on right. this new album, the single King, you you call yourself and you take on a role as a king. Um, so why do you take on it's just, why 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 take on these two extremely powerful figures for yourself? And do you think taking on these two powerful figures kind of puts an added pressure on you to I guess deliver uh, strong lyric stronger lyrics or stronger flow? No, I I think it's just naturally the progression of of who I am and my personality and and the responsibility and the leadership role that um, I share with the community in my household, with my family, with my personal uh, circle of friends, with my business associates. It's all a kingship. It's all like the knights at a round table. And I'm, I'm just a spoke in the wheel. But it's, it's, it's all kings. It's all princes. It's all, all presidents. It's, it's what we're dealing with. It's that mentality. It's that, it's that drive to work harder and strive harder to be this, to have a castle, to have a, 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 a group of people follow you, to have soldiers and be able to administrate love, respect, and war in the same token have that love and that respect to know what to do and know how to do it. It's showing that leadership, that leadership that we all are graving and need badly. Uh, when you tweeted out the uh, the King remix battle, uh, you know, producers taking your vocals and doing their own kind of take underneath it, um, it got me thinking, is there a, uh, for you, is there a favorite beat or uh, instrument that you just kind of get you, that you like to spit over? Oh, absolutely. The horns really, really turn me on. Horns really turn me on. They get me motivated. They get me inspired. They talk to you. They explain certain things, just like the keys on a piano. Mm. They explain things to you. And they speak words that are so eloquent and so so precise to you and how to create and how to approach it and how to deliver it. And it just helps you. It just, it, it sort of like gives you that blanket of security to do what you're doing and to give the message rather than feel you have to be so ferocious and so animated in, in, in expressing your, your strengths. Rather you can be laid back. You can be submissive. You can be passive and these are your tools of strength as well. Uh, you, you've obviously had a great career, and you're, you're continuing to go. and And I think, you know, we know you for your lyrics. And I was wondering, is there a lyric or a verse that you've done in your career, and it, you know, could even be the lyrics that are currently on um, the, the single "King" uh, that you're one the most proud of, but then two kind of defined who you are as an artist. I think when I said that rich porter love, it's just so deep. It's like when you fit it, it's like, you know, when I say that's my, when I, 
we all have choices that we look up to and guys look up to Michael Jordan and, you know, my heroes were different. My inspirations were different. So when I look at a Rich Porter and I look at the love and the inspiration that he gave people while he was here on earth, it was just, it was like you could feel it. You can touch it. And even though we may have lifestyles that don't really, you know, measure up to what society feels we should have, there's so many charismatic people on the streets in New York and everywhere in the world that have moved somebody and inspired somebody to be better than them and inspire people so much that they never forget them. And this is what it's all about living. This is what living's all about. Sometimes we get caught up in the business of things. We forget that there's a life out there to live. He's the great CL Smooth, new album coming out. What date is that? The date, I don't really have a definitive date on it, but I'm I'm just finishing up. So I'm sure that everybody will know soon enough when when it'll come out. But I'm I'm really excited about this project. I think it's gonna be very different. I I I didn't really key in on anything that I was comfortable with. I really challenged myself and and really came out of the box and out of the shell to to go beyond CL Smooth and just name it the creator, which is Corey Penn. The writer, the the, the creator. CL Smooth, new album, The Emancipation of Corey Penn. Uh, it's an honor. Thank you so much for joining me on the library with Shemine and Co. on RapStation.com. No, thank you. That man, that legend, that hood, they reppin' them lyrics, they pressin' right here. What they talking about? That house, that car, that, that you are, that making of a star, my cologne. When I'm walking out the center, that money, when the streets get ugly. My shows packed lovely, bitten on my main honey. Where I'm putting down game, how I built my own land. That Ruby Pam, Lisa Jane, wanna pick my brain. Look, touch this, taste this, you can't replace this. I'm holding all the cards, holding all the aces. Who the cover on it, hoping I'm your lover on it. It's how a champ win it. It's how a boss run it. Right here, what they talking about? The hand, that glove, that rich border love. I'ma keep it so gutter right here. Bring them chicks out to mix them purses. That shoe game emerges like me, just splurges like you. You ain't got a clue. I raised it, blazed it. Nothing's gonna phase it. The godfather of this and I laced it. The energy, the remedy is wonderful and plenty. So profitable and logical, impossible for many. Racks on racks, and the ends gonna meet. How the stock's gonna treat the wolf of Wall Street. They talking about the fashion, the passion, what I'm really unmasking. I reached in my bag of tricks. This appear fear, this is just that. King of New York flow, Gordo, Zorro, the people want more though. Thought so, travel around the planet and make that pump. I'm catering to the heads and give them what they want. Show you I'm hungry, baby, then you gon' feed me. Gave you the best in life, show you gon' need me. Bless me, yes me, live it all stress-free. Not you, yes me, just me. All we 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.